Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wildman here with Ed Battagliano and that's Steve Jordahl. How you doing, Steve? I'm well. I'm well, thank you. It's a good day here. Good, good to see you. Good yeah. weekend for you and everything. Yeah, you know, I, I went to uh, the uh, Marriage and Family conference that we had. Um, it's just fantastic. It really mm-hmm. was. Everything about that was first rate. I just enjoyed it tremendously. Marriage Family Life Conference. Marriage Family Life Conference. All right, uh, we are getting our guest patched through to our, uh, okay. We want to welcome now Congressman Matthew Rosendale Sr. He is from the uh, great state of Montana and is going to talk to us about a very important topic uh, in Washington, D.C. right now. Congressman, good morning to you. Good morning to you. How are you today? Doing well. I'm Tim. And uh, Ed's here and Steve's here, so we all one syllable <laughs> names. Where where are, are you in D.C. or Montana today? I am in D.C. today, hot and steamy Washington D.C. Unfortunately, so you represent you you represent uh, all the people of Montana, right? You, there's only one Congress seat there, right? That is correct. We we uh, just found out from census we're going to be awarded the second seat, and that won't take place until 2022. But right now, I am the representative. I cover all 147,000 square miles and over 1 million residents. Well, if you're going to get a second seat, you need to tell those people who moved there from California to keep their Democrat vote back in California. <laughs> Hey, well, we tell them everybody can come in. We welcome you as a refugee. Right, Do not come here as a missionary. I don't need anybody to evangelize. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, tell us about. Uh, we had you on today to talk about what's happening with the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs, and uh, talk about this if you would. Yeah, you know it's 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 unfortunate. Uh, uh, Secretary McDonough came out, I think it's been pretty much two weeks ago now, and just over that weekend uh, slipped out that they were going to be looking at changing the rules to allow for uh, the sex change operations to be provided by and funded by the Veterans Administration. And by the end of that weekend, my staff and I had gotten together and said, you know, I I serve on the Veterans Affairs Committee, and we go every week through the struggles of making sure that our veterans are receiving the benefits that they earned, that they were promised, that they deserve. And the Veterans Administration hasn't been able to deliver on those on service-related injuries. And so to take this additional step to start providing uh, surgery for for sex changes um, is quite disturbing at a time when, when our veterans aren't getting the other benefits that, again, were related to service injuries. They're not even getting those, and, and yet we're, we're going to be making this, this step to provide what is really boils down to experimental surgeries 
to these to these individuals. Uh, Congressman uh, Rosendale, uh, Ed Vitagliano here. And we have a copy of your letter that you sent to the Secretary of the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, the Honorable Dennis McDonough. Um, and in this letter, you, you make the point, and this has, of course, been borne out by studies, that doing these kinds of sex reassignment surgeries don't even help the people that are being uh, included in this process now by the Biden administration and oftentimes can make the problem even worse for those who are suffering from gender identity disorder. So not only is it experimental, the the information that's starting to come out indicates it may make it worse for them. It, it very possibly could, Ed, and, and this is the problem. I, I try to focus on just facts whenever we start discussing these issues so that we're not dealing with rhetoric or, or people's personal feelings about anything. But you're spot on. The, uh, these folks that have had the uh, surgeries, they, they have increased mortality and psychiatric hospitalization compared to their peers. But even after the surgery, they have not seen um, any, any benefit or decrease in their needs, and that we haven't even seen decrease in the rate of of suicides that they claim their own lives. So this is this is very problematic. And again, at a time when the Veterans Administration is struggling financially to provide the services to the, the service members on, on service related injuries, we're talking to Congressman Dennis McDonough. No, that's. Uh, I'm sorry. I was looking at something else, brother. <laughs> my apologies. I was looking at Rosendale, the. I was, Montana. Just call me Montana Matt. Here, you know, if you were here, I'd let you slap me. But uh, what what happened was, I'm looking at your letter to the Honorable Dennis McDonough, uh, Secretary of the Department of Affairs. From you, and I uh, had a had a bank. Well, brain. it's not just for me. That's the other thing yes. we had like 42 members of uh, Congress that joined in with me to uh, support this letter. Okay. Let me just uh, close out our interview here and put it on the bottom shelf. See if I get this correct. Uh, The Trump administration had said, no, the veterans affairs, the federal government through the veterans affairs department is not going to pay for, uh, for genital mutilation (laughs) so that a, Man can say he's a woman, or a woman can say he's a man. We're not paying for that. That's not the place of the of the military or the government to play for people to pay for people's gender changes. Biden, yeah, see, Biden, this, they're not changing anybody's gender. This is a physical. This is a physical attribute. I mean, is what they're going yes, to change. Yes, true. Someone born. Let's get let's get scientific here. True. Well, I if fell you into were the born trap, a man, yeah. you cannot change. Yes. The fact that biologically you are a man. You can change your physical appearance. If you were born a woman, you can change your physical appearance. Yes. But that's all that they were talking about. Doing. Look, this, this policy is so radical that the Obama administration had proposed it, and within weeks they withdrew it because they recognized they were heading down a very, very bad path. So Biden says we want to pay for this. And Biden says he wants to pay for it. And his former boss, Obama, yeah. even recognized it was too radical. Yeah, gotcha. What can our listeners do? 
make sure that you reach out to your elected officials and any elected official across this country, because Congress listens to, to everyone. They, they actually do count the numbers that would be supportive of such a dramatic uh, policy change. And we want to make sure that we get plenty of opposition uh, from everyone across the country yeah. to turn this back around. That, that kind of outcry is exactly what uh, forced President Obama to withdraw the policy. And we're hoping we can get uh, President Biden to do the same thing. Congressman Rosendale, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today, gentlemen. Okay, Have a bu- great day. Right, bye-bye. <sighs> wow. Yeah, this is this is this is bizarre. And as the congressman said, uh, this is coming at a time when it's a struggle at times to get help through the Veterans Affairs Administration for those who have served in the military and have been injured while doing that. Now they're going to take some of that money away from those individuals and give it to these people suffering from gender identity disorder. Uh, And as he says in in the letter that he and 40 others have sent to the VA from Congress, sometimes it makes the matters worse for those suffering from this gender confusion. Well, this is a difference, but there's a difference between the government paying for something that's essential versus something that's non-essential. He calls it experimental, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's voluntary. I want want to have a, quote, sex change. I want the government to pay for it. That's what these people are saying on the left. Yeah. Uh, So, all right, Steve, what do you got? Well, President Trump's sitting there in Florida and – He's running out of cash. Yeah, just, just let's just face it. He, he doesn't. He's not the most wealthiest man in the world. I think he's like down to ten or twelve or thirteen. So he's looking for cash. So he's decided he's going to go sell some ice cream. Listen to this. Kind of eleven. What would you do for a Klondike bar? We're talking about chocolate coated and ice cream loaded. It's the most highly respected. Talented, tremendous ice cream sandwich, quite frankly, better than the world ever thought possible. And we asked the vice president, she's a disgrace, Kamala. We asked her what she would do for a Klondike bar. She said, I would even go down to the southern border for a Klondike bar. That's a big step because she's never been there, not even one time. Anthony Fauci, we asked him, we said, what would you do? He said, I would take off both of my masks and never wear them again. For a Klondike bar, believe it or not, he'd do that for a Klondike bar. And Creepy Joe, he said he would stop sniffing hair for a Klondike bar. So we are going to take back our country, one Klondike bar at a time, and make America great again. Believe me. <laughs> that is impressionist Eric Spracklin. We we heard him earlier doing the GPS. Uh, Trump Was uh, that last week that, we, that, that you sent around? Yes, the GPS. Thing. Yes, that guy has is spot on. He's got it down with, his, he? with his imitation <laughs> of the former president. So we're taking back the country one, one Klondike, Klondike bar at a time. time. I liked it. That was that was very good. All right, hey, um, let's get uh, something now from the sublime to the ridiculous, or vice versa. Um, the uh, President Biden has launched some attacks over the weekend on Sunday night. Uh, his Defense Department bombed a couple, uh, three uh, buildings in, in, uh, on the Syria-Iraq b- uh, border because they were 
launching drones and attacking U.S. service members from there. So it's a uh, it's a bit of our military going after uh, Iran right at the same time that the that the uh, Trump administration is trying to or, sorry the Biden administration is trying to get back into the Iraq deal. So I don't know how that's going to work, but um, standing up and making ourselves known. Well, you know, here's the way I think some of this works. There's been a lot of talk about President Joe Biden not being very strong when he met with Vladimir Putin of Russia. And a lot of criticism that he gave this away, gave that away. So you have to make sure you uh, demonstrate your strength at other times to make up for that kind of thing. And I'm not saying that is behind it, but that kind of consideration is made politically when a president is saying – Hey, we we we're being criticized for being too weak. Let's do something to show that we're strong, because these uh, Iran uh, uh, these uh, Iranian-backed militias have been in operation for a while. This isn't the first time in six months that the Biden administration uh, has known about them. So it's not the first military action the Biden administration has taken either. Yeah. So anyway, so those kind of political considerations are made, and they're made by all presidents, Republican and Democrat, because. Perception is so important politically, and especially if you're the Biden administration, you have the coverage, the cover that is offered to you by the mainstream news media, one or two of these things, and that's all we'll be hearing about for the next six months. Biden administration's strong. They hit these uh, Iranian-backed militias in Syria. So that's what I expect has been going on here with this. Uh, Olympics coming up in uh, not too long. Uh, I think it's July next month. Uh, athletes will gather in Tokyo for the Olympic Games. It's the 2020 Games, obviously, in 2021 because of the pandemic. Well, in Eugene, Oregon, they were having the Olympic trials for track and field. And uh, the hammer throw for women, uh, they had that competition. And it Is was- this where they... Um- they don't literally throw a hammer. Well, no, it's the big ball, like a shot put at the end of a of a wire. Yeah, they and, spin they, around and, and they spin around, then they let go of it. Yes, right. Um, and so it was, uh, first place was uh, taken by Deanna Price. Second place, Brooke Anderson. Third place was Gwen Berry. Well, they played the national anthem during, at the, <laughs> during the ceremony, the medal ceremony, uh, Miss Gwen Berry decided to turn her back on the flag and then uh, put a protest sign on her head at, toward the end of this, uh, just totally disrespecting the flag. I, I think she should be I think she should be expelled, kicked off, yes. whatever whatever the language is. I mean, li- listen, I'm not saying if you have problems with the way things are done in the United States, one of the great things about this country is you get to express your opinion, but you don't get to do it during the ceremony if you're if you're right. on the Olympic trials. It's disgraceful. Yes. The, the USOC, the U.S. Olympic uh, Committee, has said that they will not sanction athletes for raising fists or kneeling on the podium at the, uh, at the Tokyo Olympics or beyond. So I think that they're not going to do Well, they're disgraceful too then. Yeah. They're cowards. Right. Uh, listen – uh, as you said, Ed, but this woman, is she a BLM protester? Yes. What is she? Yeah. Uh, she calls herself an activist athlete, but yes, it's the BLM. Uh, I watched this. I didn't watch it 
video. I saw the pictures. And she's a BLM, calls herself an, an activist athlete. She finishes third, so she's on the podium for a bronze medal. Or or, or, is it, or was that even a medal? That was a medal was contest, a medal. wasn't it? Yeah, medal. And they're trying out for the Olympic Games for the United States team, true? And she made the team, yes. Okay, so she's there, and the other two young ladies are on the podium, those silver and the gold winner. They're standing there, you know, at attention while the national anthem is played. And this woman is just uh, acting so disrespectful and nonchalant. She's just standing over there, turning her back on the flag. And then she puts a, a shirt over her head. It was just, I, she shouldn't have even gone up there if she's going to act like that. It's very, very tacky. Uh, but what I would say is to the, uh, she, I agree with you. She should, if she's going to represent our country, she needs to be told, uh, you must go to the podium if you win a, a, a medal and you must stand there, uh, erect or whatever respectfully. Yes. Okay. Till the national anthem's over. Now, if you want to speak out on your own time, right. So to speak, that's, you're free to do that. This is a, this is a free country. Uh, but what, what? Here's where I differ with you. What did you call it? The U.S. Olympic Committee? The U.S. Olympic Committee. They USOC. said she can do this. They said they're not going to punish athletes who do this. Well, kind let of me thing. tell you something. They would put. They would. They would uh, punish athletes if they flipped everybody the bird. Probably. I'll, I'll go so far as to say this: if if you had a Christian up there who won a medal and showed disrespect because our nation kills million has killed millions of unborn children they'd censor her they'd be sanctioned listen oh, yeah they would yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not even saying they have to hold their hand over their heart right or sing the national anthem right. or anything. but you have to stand there respectfully you have to stand there at attention right if you don't do that you're going to be stripped of your yes. medal yes and yes. and 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 the u.s olympic committee is asking for bad things to happen bad trouble if the attitude they're going to have is we don't care whether our athletes show respect for the for the uh, country or not, uh, you know what? Furthermore, if you don't, uh, if you hate America so much and think we're so evil, why are you even representing our country in the first place? You need to go to Tanzania. Right. You need to go try out for the Olympics in Afghanistan. I bet you could make the Cuban team. Go to the Congo. <laughs> okay, go to the Congo. If you. In other words, all these far lefties who hate America and always got something criticizing about America's systemically this and bigoted this and transphobic that, you know what? Show me another place in the world that's better. All right? They, you, you notice they never list examples of America should be like and then fill in the blank. They only want to go after our country as a terrible place. Yeah. Uh, and again, I say, if, if we're such a terrible place, then you shouldn't be willing to wear the red, white, and blue in competition in the, uh, in the Olympic Games. So, there we go. Moving on. The Tour de France is looking for a spectator. You ever seen the Tour de France, the bicycle race all over France? And the, the, the spectators, they line up right on the road. Right on the road. And uh, this... They started the Tour de France this weekend. The very first race, I think, within yards of the start line, some Yahoo 
held a cardboard sign out in front of the trying to get on TV, hit one of the athletes who tumbled down, and I mean they all came and crashed. Some injuries, well, too. except the first ten or twenty, they got a head start. Did right. they? Did, does that cause the uh, the race to? I don't know if they start over. Uh, no, I don't think they start over. They might. They, I don't know if they start. Uh, they stopped it and started it again. Um, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I've been reading it. I just but, know when I participated in the Tour de France and we had that happen, <laughs> we had to start over. That's true. But that's been twenty years ago. Yeah, the so, things changed you know, since I did that. I, I also uh, raced well, you were in the there. Tour de you, France. You and I, I were. I, I. But I simply identify as someone who uh, raised in the Tour de France. Right. I mean, I didn't actually do it, but right. I but identify it. I identify as, as, as someone. Somebody. I, by yep. the way, the Babylon Bee had a great headline, I think, over the weekend that uh, a, a uh, motorcyclist who identified as a bicyclist, <laughs> bicyclist just won a uh, bicycle race. Yes. But he identified as a so – but he was on a motorcycle. Right. <laughs> so, you know what? I watched that uh, – from the Tour de France, and the the, the whoever uh, admit, administrates that race uh, needs to push those fans back further because they are way too close to the uh, to the cyclist. I bet they do it now. Yeah, I bet they yes. they move them back. Yeah, five that, yards. Because how would you feel if you're like back there in the back of the line, and uh, you get knocked out because of uh, you know, what happens 10 cycles in front of you Yeah, becomes because some lady is holding out a cardboard sign, which caused 90% of the participants to wreck. Especially when you, you tr- when you train as much as these athletes train. I know it. And then it's time for the race, and something like that causes you to yeah. crash and twist an ankle I, or something. I, it would be bad not – it would be hard not to have a bad attitude. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. that happened to you. Well, as a former – Racer, I, I, right. I'm insulted. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Bad attitude. Um, hey, the you can always depend on liberals and the progressives to eat their own, and yeah. it has come upon them once again. There is a group called Right Wing Watch, which is a very progressive group. And all they listen does, to this show. They do. Yeah. And all they do is go and criticize uh, conservative shows and 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 maybe contribute to the Southern Poverty Law Center's you know, list of hate groups. Well, guess what? They got a message from Facebook, uh, from YouTube saying that their channel was canceled. Why? It was canceled because they dared to put in criticizing Donald Trump and others for the election, uh, claim that the election was stolen. They put those videos up on their, uh, on their timeline uh, and and showed the videos as a way of showing their from their perspective what you know the lie that they call it was going on, and uh, Facebook is you know I mean it's sorry YouTube them? YouTube canceled them took their permanently deleted their channel really yes Are you couldn't serious? happen to a better group of folks I, I'm going to come out and sound like a liberal but I I think that thing that that's wrong of face of was it Facebook or YouTube YouTube so right wing watch. Got canceled. Got canceled. Yeah, that, that's wrong. I, I, it's as, it's as wrong when they do it to them as when they do it to conservatives. I don't believe that way. I think they need to stick it to them. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see them stick it to them. There you, go. you and I just have to agree we'll to disagree. Just, to right agree here. to disagree. <laughs>
Hey, once again, I'm the liberal on the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my thanks to Ed, Steve, Fred, and Adam, and the congressman from Montana for joining us today. You have a wonderful afternoon, everybody. Talk to you next time. <laughs>